Castleberry. Welcome back to the What's Up Castleberry podcast. We are highlighting, recognizing, gathered together for episode number 149. 149. That's it. <laughs> and with that, we have a new board. We do have a new set. We do now have an audio board that gives Robin lots of noises, and we hear noises like that, and we're not sure if it comes from the board or from Robin herself. <laughs> oh, the... I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, is this Robin or is this AI bot Robin? Yes. <laughs> well, listener, we're having fun. We hope you are having a great day, great week, wherever you are. Uh, my name is Drew Taylor. I've got Andy Searles, my co-host, and Robin, uh, Robin, I always said Robin Producer, like that's your name. <laughs> that Robin Kepi, our producer. And uh, the three of us uh, are, are all about all things Castleberry, Florida. We love to highlight and celebrate the great things happening in our community. And we have a action-packed episode, including, uh, we're going to be sharing, that's a key theme today, sharing lots of insights on the good things happening in Castleberry. As of this recording, it's the beginning of February. This is Super Bowl week oh. here. What do we think about the upcoming Super Bowl? We have a resident Swifty fan in the audience. Robin, are you, yeah, is it? Please what, just clarify that's not me. Yeah, that's not, it's not <laughs> please. Andy. Please, are you, Robin? Are you like TiVoing, DV, whatever you DVRing, TiVoing? What are we like? 2016 <laughs> or something? Go sports. Go sports. Have you seen those mugs and those uh, t-shirts and stuff that says, I support Taylor's boyfriend's team? Yes, and also Taylor's boyfriend's brother's team. Are they playing at Jordan's No, no, but we just we just support them anyway. He actually was really on the news because they showed him mm-hmm. during Travis Kelsey's game, and he apparently had, had quite a few beverages and was shirtless. <laughs> Right behind Taylor Swift. I, I love the. Go I, li- sports. I literally bring up the Super Bowl and we don't talk about the game. We're literally <laughs> just talking about Taylor Swift. You know, Swift. Taylor Swift does have a new album coming out, though, Robin. She does. She announced it yesterday. And apparently, apparently, it's not like a redo, it's a brand new one. It's brand new. And she's in the middle of her tour for the other one, so it's very confusing because I really thought she was going to announce Reputation Taylor's version, which I know none of you mean know what this means, but somebody out there does. <laughs> Well, there you go. There's our Castleberry uh, Taylor Swifty <laughs> in the news minute. So. Oh boy, what what else is new, Andy? How are you? What's well, I, going I don't on? know. I just I just feel blown away with the new uh, wisdom that I've just gleaned that Taylor Swift is doing a tour and producing an album at the same time. Is that a hard thing to do? Yeah. I mean, can she not multitask? I mean, she can do anything. This this she can do anything. Okay, she in the last two years has put out five albums. Uh, any of them any good or what? <laughs> Maybe this will be a good one. She's coming out. Let, let me call <laughs> Tina. Let me get her in here. <laughs> My daughter is a Swifty too. I'm All surrounded right. by Swifties. Bethany, Tina, we got <laughs> Bethany we go. got up from bed this morning. True story. Burst into the living room and said, Taylor's got a new album coming out. I'm like, good morning. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I mean, let's just let's just get to it. We've got we've got a great guest today. We've got some news and notes about upcoming events in Castleberry. But before we get there, we got to get to Castleberry's favorite segment, the dad jokes of the week. Mm. All right, Andy, here we go. I, in preparation for this, and it, like I said, it was it is Super Bowl week as of this recording, so found a couple of Super Bowl slash football related jokes, which continues on the theme from uh, our 
most recent episode with Coach David Langdon, I did some football jokes. But here we go. Oh, are these ones going to be funny? No, or these, you... these should be better. Okay. Yeah, because I also weaved in uh, some cultural relevance as well. All right, here we go. First joke. Robin, why did the football coach go to the bank after the Super Bowl? Why? It wasn't to deposit his winning check. He went to the bank to get his quarterback. His quarterback. There you go. I think that makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Robin, you'll appreciate this. I I heard that Taylor Swift at a recent concert in the middle of her performance forgot some of her lyrics. For the sake of this joke? Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, you know what she did when she forgot her lyrics? What? She just shook it off. That's a song, Andy. That's uh, yeah. one of her songs she does. Shake, so. shake, 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 shake it up, shake it up. Is that right? Yeah. That's right. All right, one more, one more. And this is also Taylor Swift related in light of her being prominently talked about during the Super Bowl. Why can you be 100% confident that a vampire will never attack Taylor Swift? Why? Because she has bad blood. Is that another song? Apparently, yes. I don't know that song, but apparently that's a song as it's well. It's on the same album as Shake It Off. Oh, oh, there you go. Well, welcome to our Taylor Swift episode. Yeah, folks. for real. This is. All right, nice. I got some dad jokes that have nothing to do with Taylor Swift. In fact, Drew, as you were telling I don't those, hear them. No. have you seen those TikTok videos where the um, the two dads kind of sit opposite each other and one tells a joke and the other one tries not to laugh? It just like sips coffee. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like yeah. that one. It uh-huh. feels like we're auditioning for that. Yeah. And you're telling the jokes and I'm just sitting here not <laughs> oh, laughing. Ouch. Ouch. No, I'm just <laughs> saying. I'm just saying. Okay, let me give you some yeah. dad jokes. Right. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Recently heard of a very uh, courageous man who uh, made a donation to medical science. Uh-huh. You know, it takes uh, great guts to donate an organ. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes. Yes. Two. Two (laughs) laugh tracks on that. That's great. Um, You know, many insects kind of stink. Stink bugs. Yeah, stink bugs. Stink bugs. Yeah. But there's actually some that smell really, really good. Do you know what they're called? No. Deodorants. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. That's good. Yeah. Clever. Robin, you said it was funny, but I was trying to measure one. That's all you get. We can't overdo the rim shot. (laughs) Okay. Uh, so anyway, I just got back in town. Was a, uh, made a trip last week out of town. Feeling pretty mm-hmm. tired. Um, uh, but just so you know, I'm getting pretty good at sleeping. Did you know that? No. Yep, I can do it with my eyes closed. <laughs> oh, okay. The <laughs> <laughs> smile on your face for giving <laughs> Okay, so that wasn't funny, but you were laughing at me. Not no, that me. was funny. That got was good. It. Okay, next section. Are we ready? Castleberry in the news. Let's do it. I would Absolutely. like to announce something. Oh. Unless you want to. No, no. As long as it's got nothing to do with Taylor Swift, you go away. It doesn't. Go away. Not. I mean, have at it. <laughs> this Saturday, February 10th, the Central Branch Library in Castleberry is having a Library Lovers Book Festival. Oh. Mm-hmm. You got to accentuate Lovers. Lovers. Book festival. Yeah, no, that's, really, that's really cool. Now I don't want to go because you made it sound... <laughs> you made it weird, Drew. <laughs> you made it weird. There's activities for children and adults. There's why, a guitar jam session. Why don't you put session. the seductive voice on one of the other words? Library lovers book. Library. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> the 
it's yeah, a, that sounds a lot of fun. All right, so supporting, Saturday. It's the, the 10th from 10 to 4. It's put on by Friends of the Library. So they're having a big book sale. They have a bookstore there. I don't know if you knew that, Andy. I did. Um, you can pay with cash or check. And there's lots of fun things to do. There's a shimmy shake and dance contest, Andy. There's children, but I'm sure they let you in there. A shimmy shaking dance. Shimmy shake and dance. I don't know what that is. I don't either, but it sounds like something you would Hang on, do. Robin. Rob, Robin's just jumped on the table and is showing <laughs> us a shimmy shake. Robin, get down from there. <laughs> oh, shimmy shake and da- That sounds like something that was going to send me to the chiropractor. All right, anyway. Oh. That's all my news. Go ahead with the rest. Well, very good. Well, well that was my news. You stole it. <laughs> Okay. She well, borrowed it. It's yeah, the library. She I borrowed just it. Over <laughs> <laughs> oh! There we go. <laughs> well, I've got some news. Uh, I got an email recently from the, the, the city of Castleberry, specifically the recreation department. Castleberry is, it's impressive. The amount of uh, activities, clubs, opportunities to connect with others. Uh, at Secret Lake Park at the Castleberry Recreation Center. Andy, you and Robin are both familiar with that that locale. It's a, a great little park. Uh, there are things go- literally going on all days of the week. You've got, um, I'm just going quickly, bingo is played there. Uh, the card game bridge, there's bridge groups. There's other types of card games, coin collecting, uh, kayaking, music, kids activities like dance and soccer. Uh, there's line dancing. I mean, you name it, there there is an activity for you, uh, no matter what age and stage of life you're at, at the Castleberry Rec Center. I assume just go to castleberry.org and search recreation, and you'll find all that information. So thank you, Castleberry Rec. I, uh, what of those or other activities tickle your fancy, Andy? Any of those? Well, I was just out? disappointed that they don't have any shimmy shake dancing classes. Yeah. By the looks of what Robin just did, she could do is some practice. <laughs> no, it's it's great. There's a variety of things for a variety of people of different ages, and uh, I love that our our city is just leaning into lots of different um, areas of arts and entertainment and fitness and engagement mm-hmm. to cater for the diversity within our community. Absolutely, I actually know the there's a body and soul fitness class, and I know the the individual that leads that oh is that because um, you've been go- no I've not, I've not been but <laughs> yeah. she i know we can tell <laughs> I, I yeah I, I definitely need it i also i need the the power yoga i need restorative dance there's lots of things i need oh you've been list, so. i know you've been to the restorative dance <laughs> i'm gonna leave that there but there you go there's lots of opportunities so. please do <laughs> <laughs> to get involved, so get involved, Castle. Don't Barry let friends. your restorative dance leave the dance studio. Drew, Drew, get off the table. This table <laughs> is not a stage. We've seen Robin do her thing, and now we don't need your restorative dance on this table. And with that, we're gonna take a word from our sponsor. Willow Creek Church is a proud podcast partner of the What's Up Castleberry podcast. Willow Creek has been glorifying God by serving the communities of Castleberry and Winter Springs for over 35 years. Located at 4725 East Lake Drive, Willow Creek is a warm, reformed church that seeks to see people discover and deepen their relationship with Jesus. They have ministries for all ages and are committed to demonstrating Christ's love for Castleberry in what they say and do. For more, check out willowcreekchurch.org. Or find us on Facebook and YouTube by searching Willow Creek Church PCA. That's Willow Creek Church PCA.
Listener, welcome back to the show. We have a very special guest with us today, Shalisha Griffin. How did I do out of five? I, maybe a three. Help, 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 help me out. <laughs> you butchered it immediately. <laughs> no way. We've been practicing now. We, we have been practicing. Shalisa. Shalisa. That's what I said. <laughs> we are thrilled that we have Shalisha. There you go. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, I'm from England. That's how we yeah, say it. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that's as good as it's going to get. That's my default get out of mistakes. That's how we say it in England. What is wrong it. with you Americans? I'll give that one to you for today. Thank you. You are, you are kind. I like this. We're going to have a fun conversation. Our guest is from the Sharing Center. We are thrilled that you are with us today. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for sharing your time with us today. Yes. I mean, I'm so happy to be here. I'm super stoked. Really excited to get into the conversation. You know, some of our guests are nervous. You are clearly not. <laughs> but when they're nervous, we try to ask a couple of fun icebreaker questions. Oh, bring and it on. And we're still going to do that. Do, let's do it. You. So I will start with the first one, Drew. You can get the second one. Okay, great. You work for the sharing center. So our questions have a sharing theme. Firstly, where would you go if someone shared with you some tickets to fly anywhere in the world. So, hmm, hands down, Italy. Italy? Yes. Oh, why? I am a foodie. Oh. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure what we have here in the States doesn't compare to the food in you Italy. Well, it's called, it's called Papa John's. <laughs> I mean, <it's... laughs> I'm sure they're not selling Papa John's. They yeah, might no. be. I don't know at this point. I have a friend. <laughs> that sounds great. I was with him last week who owns a place in southern Italy, and he's actually writing a genuine Italian cookbook. So that means you're going to wow. get me tickets, and I'll get to meet with your friend. This is this is my commitment <laughs> to you. I will share his contact information with you. Well, you all heard this, right? There you go. It's the start. It's the start. That's, that's awesome. Cool. Yeah, that's cool. It's, it's good. There is a very significant difference between American and Italian. And Italian. I'm sure. That's a great answer. I, I was laughing in my head when you asked the question because I'm, I'm like, you know, we don't know Shalisa. Because she could have totally been like, I'm actually terrified to fly. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Go. No, I but, love it. But Italy, that's not, that sounds great. And now you said you're from New Jersey. I that, am. That did not make your list. <laughs> that's probably second, right? There's a reason why I've been in Orlando for as long as I've been. <laughs> I got you. All right, here we go. Keeping the, the icebreaker theme going. Um, so the, the name of your uh, the organization we're talking about today is the Sharing Center. What was the last thing? you shared with someone wow definitely not my food <laughs> yeah. yes, I like, you know my wife says to me when we go she goes can i have some of your food no it's my food yeah that's against the rules i know do you want some of my food no that's your food <laughs> how it works right but i will say on a more serious note um i actually shared my place for a couple of months oh. with a family member mm -hmm. which is huge for me yeah, you yeah, know sure. it's it's you gotta figure out how to accommodate someone else for a while when you're used to it just being you so mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. that was a big adjustment but it was well worth it you know, follow up nice. question. Is this person still on your Christmas gift list? <laughs> that was their Christmas gift. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well played and an incredibly diplomatic answer as well. All right. So just assume that some of our listeners do not know what the sharing center is. Can you imagine that? Mm. And say you were in an hotel elevator and you were going up to the 25th floor and you had 45 seconds to tell someone about the sharing center, what would you want them to know? Wow, that's a great question. Don't time me, first okay. of all. Hang on. Um, Hang on, Drew. <laughs> go! Go! 
Um, it's amazing because uh, the Shearing Center was actually founded in 1986 um, by leaders from 17 different churches who saw a growing need in the community. And they figured that it would be better to do it together, you know, address those issues together than to do it alone. That is what started the Shearing Center and actually began as a thrift store and is now an entire campus full of services and programs to help people who are experiencing poverty and homelessness. So from our food pantry to our thrift store to our respite center, there's so much that the Shearing Center has to offer. And at any given point, if you came to our campus, you would find probably 60 percent of the people working on campus are volunteers. So it's a very volunteer driven organization as well. And um, they do so much along with our staff to help individuals in need. Hang on, we're, we're only at like the 18th floor. Oh, just, <laughs> I, I, got like seven more I got more time. Go. I could keep going. <laughs> there, to your point about volunteers, I mean, there are people literally all day around the around the campus whether they're receiving you know the blessing of, of what you all offer or mm-hmm. that, are, that are giving back and serving it really is impressive so sharing center for listeners is down 1792 is it technically longwood or is it, it is Cass- okay yes it is longwood florida yeah and uh that that entire plaza there it's, it's brightly colored easily marked uh, well, well marked rather drew's trying to climb the next seven floors for you <laughs> I, he's not doing That's as well fine. As I'll you relax. Did. I'm not. But no, our staff here at the church recently did, took a tour as one of the yes. one of the partners, and you you're just outstanding. Your passion, your your insight, sharing about what it is you you do. Now your role is involved with the development office. Is that yes? Correct? Okay. Mm-hmm. What what's your title? So I'm the development officer. Okay, development um, officer. Yes. Officer Great. of development. <laughs> <laughs> I like that better. Yeah, I like that. It sounds authoritative. The assistant to the assistant. That's what I, the, I don't know if you watch the show The Office, but that's, we joke yeah. which one's the assistant to the assistant. I but. think that'll be my title if I get promoted. Yeah. Just with it. But what does the development officer or the officer of development uh, role <laughs> entail? What do you enjoy about what you do? And uh, what, why is it necessary? For the yeah. So we essentially are the fundraisers, right? Mm-hmm. So we go out into the community and we speak on behalf of the sharing center, sharing all about our programs and services that we provide in hopes that it will help touch the hearts of those that we come in contact with because we need volunteers. We need those who are willing to donate in kind, whether it be clothing, food, financial contributions, Contributions, things of that sort. This is what we're going out and we're saying, hey, this is what you would be investing in if you were to partner with us and and, and give to the sharing center. So that's essentially my role. And, you know, when I first started, they were kind of mapping out what clients or what partners we would have access to. And they told me they want me to steward the relationships with our faith partners. And that meant the world to me because, you know, I I came from a completely different industry. I was working in sports business, actually. Um, I was at my last job for over six years, but I knew it was time for me to transition into something that the Lord had put on my heart. And I said, Lord, you know, when I go back to work, I want it to be something that would allow me to marry my faith in God and what I do professionally. 
And it, it truly, I was like, does it get any better <laughs> than that, right? Um, being able to work with all of our faith partners, we've had over 40 of them this past fiscal year um, that have contributed to us their time or their resources in some way, shape, or form. So mm-hmm. that has been amazing. That's what drew me to this organization. Um, again, there's so many programs from Families in Crisis, and those are our individuals who may have hit a snag um, throughout the year, and they came across a financial burden, mm-hmm. and they need to seek resources to help them. The food pantry that uh, individuals have access to, the Oasis as well, where, you know, individuals can take a hot shower and get their laundry done. You know, I'd yeah. never heard of this before mm-hmm. in one location. So for me, that really just kind of drew me to the organization. And it's really hard not to, you know, connect yourself with such a such a place. Yeah, I love it. This is obviously a vocation of passion, right? Yeah. Rather than necessity for you. And I love that. And as I'm thinking about the development officer, office of development, however we want to <laughs> spin that, what that says is that we care about people first, right? right? And we care about our clients who were trying to serve and we don't want to put any financial burden on them we their life is tough enough as it is and we want to make it easy for them to access services but in order to do that the costs have to be met from from elsewhere so i love that and i love your passion around that you said you moved from new jersey you have jumped careers and again i spend some time both in the nonprofit world and in the sports world as well they are very different ends of the spectrum yes (laughs) So there must have been something that was so compelling about the mission and the culture of the sharing center. Can you dive into that a little bit more for us? Yeah, for sure. The goal for me was to be in a place where you could see that tangible difference in people. Mm. And that's really the culture at the sharing center. We we like to consider ourselves a one-stop shop where there's so many different layers to poverty and, and homelessness and crisis. And I believe that the programs and the services that we provide, it hits those different layers. It's such a well-rounded organization. And I think that is what made it so attractive to me is that you don't go in and and you're just enabled by one thing, right? You get a handout and then, you know, a couple weeks or a couple months, you need something else. You just come back for a handout. That's not what they do. They say, you know, it's a a hand up, not a handout, right? So I think because the programs are intended to help people be sustained, I think that makes the difference, Mm. right? And it's such a, a, a pleasure and a joy to be able to see those transformations, while you're working there. So I know you haven't been in this role for a super long time, but just from your, your time on staff and, and just observing day to day, the people that are going through those programs that you mentioned that are offered, seeing lives transformed, the Sharing Center is such a people organization that yes. is there a, is there an individual a story obviously don't mention their name but is there an individual yeah. that comes to mind yeah bob smith um, <laughs> castleberry flower now that just really inspires you and just that that you can point to and be like oh man god's hand was very much in that yeah well situation. i mean there's so many sure. uh yes. to mm-hmm. choose from but i, I 
it's I came in at such a unique time. It was during the holidays. So I actually started in November of last year. And um, I got to see because, of course, during that time of year, there's the needs are so mm. high. Right. Yeah. People are trying to, you know, the more, you know, affluent individual is excited, you know, for the holidays and things right. like that. Right. But if you are in crisis, if you are in need, that time of year could be dreadful. Right. Mm. You're like, how wow. am I going to give my kids toys right how am I going to put a Thanksgiving meal on the table and my supervisor uh, Jenny Buchanan she walked in to the office and she said I just got the most touching picture a photo from one of our clients who participated in one of our community food distributions and she sent me a picture of her her kitchen table and it was a full spread and she said I would not have had a Thanksgiving meal if it wasn't for you guys. And my supervisor was just crying and I'm like, stuff like that makes this so worth it. You know what I mean? Like you can't beat stories like that. Things that are normal for us, right? Is is such a treasure for individuals who may not have had that if it wasn't for people who would help provide those meals. And it's not just about the food around the table. It's that the food around the table is a catalyst for so much Absolutely. else, right? That family knows that someone loves for them. Exactly. That family, shame is removed from them and they have dignity at this holiday. Maybe, just maybe, that in the midst of great loss, that family sat around the table and shared things that they were grateful for. And the idea of living gratefully just hadn't been on their radar screen mm-hmm. because they were working so hard just to survive. Yeah. So, so it's not just the meal, it's everything behind that as well. And I love that. I love that. So the Sharing Center has been around for a number of years. I love that launching off place where several, 17, did you say, churches? Yes. Mm-hmm. Started to together. Wonderful history and heritage in our county. But as you look to the future and this year and the years ahead, what are some of the priorities moving forward for the Sharing Center? Well, uh, that's a great question. We're actually uh, undergoing uh, renovations of all of our retail space. So uh, we want to better accommodate individuals who would patronize our thrift store and our boutique. And also we have a furniture store. A lot of people don't know that as well. We have a thrift furniture store on site and we want to expand that. So we had to put a pause on our furniture donations for a little while. I believe starting February 12th is when the renovations will begin, but we put a pause on the donations for now. Uh, We're still receiving clothes and um, certain household items that would fit in the thrift store, but our goal is to complete those renovations, um, hope sooner than later, right? Can't put a, you know, a hard timeline on things like that, but hopefully by the summer. Or if you do, you got to add a few (laughs) months to it. (laughs) We're hoping by the summertime that those renovations of the retail space will be complete. Fantastic. Yeah. I can't wait to see that. Uh, Shalisa, one of the things I was impressed by in the takeaway with visiting the campus with our staff was just the opportunities for uh, individuals as well as families to to serve together, to help out a, a neighbor in need. Could you share about some of the practical ways that people can actually volunteer with the Sharing Center? 
Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for that question because we take so much pride in our volunteers because we absolutely could not do this without them. There are a few ways that you can get involved if you wanted to volunteer individually. You could get involved any day, uh, Monday through Saturday. We have anywhere from 40 to 100 volunteer shifts available uh, on any given day. If you wanted to volunteer as a group, we have what we call Serve Saturdays. So you could come, you can take over the distribution center if you want to. That's where we receive all of our in-kind donations and they're thoroughly sorted and tested and um, they get ready to send those to the thrift store. Uh, We also, which is my favorite thing, is uh, we host family fun nights every second Friday of the month. And we normally have a, a age requirement of over the age of 15 in order to volunteer on a regular day. But on family fun nights, all you have to do is be five and up. So it's a great time to bring the entire family to serve. Uh, They get pizza. So it's a really, really cool way to get involved with the whole family. I love that. I mean, there really is something special serving together with a group of others, whether that be a family unit, church group, social group, community group, whatever it is, that's a good peace to have as part of the culture. So if folks are listening to our conversation today, and they're a little bit inspired by what you said, which I would be surprised if they weren't, (laughs) and they wanted to get involved, what's the best way for them to find more information, follow up, get connected with you? Just a plug, listener, I would love for you to share your time and your treasure. There's something that you can do to help, and so do it. How do people find out how to support this great work? Yeah, we love meeting new people in the community and and sharing what we have to offer and ways that they can get involved. So if anybody wanted to learn more about the Sharing Center, you can visit us on our website. Uh, That's www.thesharingcenter.org. Or you could give us a call at 407-260-9155. And again, there's so many different ways uh, to get involved with us, whether you want to volunteer on your own or bring your group from work or from church church or your community outreach organization, please feel free to come out on campus. If you just want a tour, we can give you a tour uh, customized to you or your group and Mm -hmm. show you all that we have to offer firsthand so you can see us in action. Um, We also have two marquee events uh, throughout the year uh, that we love to, to share with our community. And one is the Good Samaritan Luncheon. This allows us to bring the community together and uh, support the the sharing center and the work that we do. And um, it's a fundraiser event, but all of the proceeds go back into the services that we provide to these individuals in need. And then we also have our Share the Light Gala in August, uh, which is another wonderful event as well. And all of this information can be found on our website, or if you want to give us a call, we're happy to share more about it. But we love to see individuals from the community come out and join us and one more time that website yes so that is www.thesharingcenter.org thesharingcenter.org yes thank you so much for being with us today thank you for your enthusiasm and passion for what you do but beyond that thank you for all that the sharing center does seminole county is a richer stronger healthier county because the Sharing Center is a part of it. And so we're grateful for you and for your team and for the donors and for everybody who helps make this such a vital part of our community. Thank you so much for being with us today. 
Thank you. I appreciate it. This was great. And it's, it's very humbling uh, to be a part of such a ministry. So thank you for your time. Well, Shalisa Griffin, thank you so much for your enthusiasm, your passion, your joy uh, for serving our community and, and encouraging us to consider giving both treasure and time to the Sharing Center. Andy, as we saw, just a, a, a beam of light. Shalisa is a very positive person, uplifting person. I feel like you uh, are a beam of light to this podcast. <laughs> and you have a quote that involves uh, a beam of light we can share with us to inspire our listeners as we wrap up another episode. Thank you, Drew. Our quote today comes from a gentleman called Roald Dahl, who incidentally also wrote Charles and the Chocolate Factory and James and the Giant Peach. He said, if you have good thoughts, they will shine out of your face like sunbeams and will always look lovely. What he's reminding us to do is to think positively, to think the best of people, to believe the best of people, to give people the benefit of the doubt, because when we do, they will live up to that expectation. If you have good thoughts, they will shine out of your face like sunbeams and will always look lovely. Sadly, we live in a world where many people project things that aren't the friendliest at times. But we, dear listener, have an opportunity to be someone different. So as we think good thoughts about our city, about our relationships, and about our life, those good thoughts beam out of us like sunbeams. Thank you, Andy. And thank you, listener, for listening to another episode of the What's Up Casper podcast. This podcast is hosted by Andy Searles and Drew Taylor and produced by producer Robin. For more information, please visit us at whatsupcastleberry.com. Until next time, have a great week.